Hi, I'm Al G Rhythm. <laughs> Al Gore Rhythm. I got that Al Gore Rhythm. If he if he made a you know an album, that would be a great title. Al Gore Rhythms. Al Gore Rhythms. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy it. Not like we're screaming at the crowd and Yeah, I'm sorry that we've been so loud and rude on the train. On the train, yeah, on the train, on the train. Doors closing. Hey, howdy, hey, it's Four Guys on a Train. I'm Rick Schuler. Hey, I'm Brandon Johnson. And I'm Peter Cosmo. Hey, guys. Flawless, flawless victory. It was much better than episode one. Nailed it right out the gate, boys. And we said our last name, so now people can Google us. Oh, shit. I didn't think about that. Yep. God, people are going to be Googling me hard. I have nothing to hide on Google. It's like old cross-country times, my LinkedIn page. Yeah, we were just talking about this the other day. Like, Zanga all got deleted and stuff, right? So it doesn't exist anymore. Nobody can go look at all our sad sap stories. <laughs> right. If you Google my name, you just get some, like, NFL player. Apparently spells their name the same way I do, so. Ooh. I'm safe. Your name is spelled not conventionally. Like a, yeah, like, it's right. It's B R A N D E N. Your social security number is. <laughs> so I want to I want to um, bring something up from the last episode. Uh Oh, OK. Which is it's two a twofold thing. It has nothing to do. One has nothing to do with the other. One is I didn't realize how fucking hard the Chipmunk song goes. The intro, the animated intro. Oh my! It yeah, has been shit. stuck in my head nonstop since since that episode. That era of of TV, man, with those those songs, those intro songs, so good. I mean, we talked extensively about them in the last. Did we? Oh, that's right. Yeah, we did. I just I will talk about '80s cartoon intro songs all goddamn day. I love them. It sounds like we have an idea for a second podcast. Okay, well, can we just cut this one short? Because I'm just not feeling it. I want to talk about some cartoon intros yeah this isn't good let's just do the <laughs> the cartoon theme songs maybe we should do a segment each uh each week dedicated to one great 80s cartoon theme song yeah it didn't need the chipmunk specifically didn't need to go as hard as it did and it it slaps hard it's very good it went hard they were uh that was a uh like a a musical group i'm putting air quotes around it you can't see um <laughs> they were a musical group before they were a cartoon right like that was a if if you you're gonna get specific, it was one guy, I think. Right, a, just a man who was like, I can do this with my voice. And his son is the one who did like the voices for the cartoon. Okay, I believe. And so I was like, who wrote this and who performed this song? Because I thought it was some like '80s pop group. And no, it was just the guy's son and the guy's son's wife. Like they're the ones who wrote and performed it. The song? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Holy shit! I, if I'm not mistaken. You know, call in if if I'm wrong. <laughs> Obviously, the chipmunks' voices are the ones that are singing the song. But dang, right. dude, it's talented. Yeah, I know it's a it's a great song. And then the other thing is a correction. I uh, sent this podcast episode one, anyways, to to my brother and sister in law because anybody who knows my brother, he thinks Rick is like the funniest person in the world. Yeah, I don't know why. Which he's not. Rick isn't close to that. No, no, I'm not funny at all. No, he sucks. <laughs> Go on. He's just really, really dumb. Right. Anyways, he's great. <laughs> he is great, but he uh, uh, he listened to the podcast on the way to our, our Thanksgiving, and uh, his wife Emily heard it as well. And Emily told me that 
Jake Lloyd, who I thought was only recently arrested for a DUI. She's like, I don't think that was recent. And we looked it up and it was like, like 2014 or something like that. So recent, but not, you know, within the past 10 years, but not like yesterday. So, so pre, so pre Trump. Yes, I think. So he can't, can't blame it on Trump then. Well, I'm just, I'm just thankful (laughs) that I'm just, I'm just glad that I didn't fuck up. So no, that was a thanks Obama moment. Right. Yeah. Right. That actually would have worked around that time. I'm happy to say that, or happy to hear that we've already got like a little corrections corner. Right. We already had a listener who already immediately said we said something wrong. <laughs> I expect that we'll have a, a long and flourishing history of uh, really, really wrong things on this program. I love it. It's all I can hope for. So yeah, I don't, I don't know if they're considered fans or not, but they definitely did listen. So I don't think anyone that knows you can actually be a fan. Is that, is that controversial? I don't think they can be. If they know you, they can't be like a fan of you. If they know you personally, <sighs> you almost have to so. separate the person from the thing. Like if you're, if you're friends with an artist who goes on to become like a top billboard artist, you can like, I feel like you can like them as the artist. But yeah, I don't know if you can like them. I just feel like if, if you're a fan of somebody, like I don't know, like you're gonna you're gonna want to jerk off to them. Oh, so, oh, so that's where you're going. And it's like if it's if it's somebody you know, it's like that's weird. That's like Pete. Yeah, and <laughs> and you don't. <laughs> what am I? I don't. That, I'm not comfortable with that. You know what I mean? I'm not a fan of Pete. He's he's just my friend. <laughs> jerking off to him so it's okay if you do it then is that what you're saying (laughs) no 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 no. you misunderstand me i i guess i am i guess i am this explain it in more detail please i'm just saying it you know if you if you idolize someone right like oh man i'm a fan of just an example michael jordan great basketball player amazing people say nowadays oh this other guy's better i don't want to hear it fuck you (laughs) michael jordan best basketball player ever anyway if I'm laying in bed trying to fall asleep. So you heard it here first. Brandon will not masturbate to LeBron James. <laughs> Is it LeBron? Okay. So I'm laying in bed. I'm not, you know, I I, I, I can I can squeeze one out to Michael Jordan. I'm not going to do it to, to my buddy, Mike. Oh, I see. What you know mean. what I mean? Okay. That I play cards with and he owes me 20 grand or whatever. That's real dark. He's had a real gambling problem. Yeah. He did. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, forget it. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. No, I I think I get you. I think. Anyway, so how are you guys? How are you guys doing today? Let's let's catch up a minute. I'll tell you what, Brandon. It is close to winter solstice, and when when the sun goes down so early, I um I feel sad. You know, you get a little weepy. Yeah, you know? a little melancholy baby. I got you. It's just it's just it's it's entering those months. What's nice is we're in at least uh, the holiday season and people are putting up all their lights. Jenny and I have like decked out the house with a bunch of lights. I'm like fully embracing early Christmas this year more than ever. And hopefully I'll let it spill into like January or so because I'm going to need it. Yeah. I feel like we should continue the holiday season into well into January, if not February. Just everyone leave your lights up. Just until... Just until things go a little bit back to normal, we'll just keep we'll keep the holiday season rolling. I feel like Christmas is the reason for the season. <laughs> the point of climax. I, I gotta I gotta find another metaphor because I feel like I'm leaning real hard <laughs> tonight on the uh, on the masturbation angle. It's you know that's not who I am. I don't want that to be who I am on this show. 
I'm not the guy that ties everything into masturbating, okay? They're like, Brandon's the horny one. <laughs> Christmas is the point where you have, uh, you know, blown your wad. I, I guess I don't know how, I guess I don't know any other way. This guy doesn't know. He's written a book and he doesn't know any other metaphor. Than... <laughs> but after Christmas, like, I want it to be done. You know what I mean? Like, I've had all the build up, the anticipation, getting to Christmas morning, and I open my presents. And I, I look at them and maybe I even play with some of them, you know, get real excited like a little kid. And then I, and then it's like, put the put that goddamn tree away. I don't want to see that shit anymore. You disgust me. So it's like it's like the, the few minutes after where it's really sensitive. You're like, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Right. No, no, no. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> get it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't I don't agree, Brandon. OK, that's fair. I'm not with that's you. Fair. You like to bask in the in the, bask in the warmth of the holiday uh, spirit. It's a slow okay. wind down okay. for us. I'm not, you know, I'm not the person who shoves the holidays off after I'm done with them. I like to lay in bed with the holidays and you know cuddle the holidays. And... Get a little spooning, right? Yeah, yeah I'm talk that... about their day exactly. Maybe you know, yeah, same. give the holidays a little foot rub if I'm feeling especially yeah. loving that day, or not, mm. you know. It's not really sure. about me. Not Brandon. Not Brandon. He opens his presents and he rolls over and falls asleep. <laughs> he smokes a cigarette. Doesn't even clean up. All the wrapping papers on the floor. Throws the holidays a towel. Clean yourself up. <laughs> the money's on the dresser. Get the fuck out. You tell Jen to clean up the tree. Jen, you get rid of the tree. I'm I'm so tired. I can't even look at it. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, you're ashamed after. <laughs> After Christmas wraps up. Going to a, a long period of, of self-loathing until the new year, you know? Jen's listening to this episode. Yep, it's ex that's exactly how it is. That's right. The holidays, that is. Yeah. She's giving me She's giving me a look. Yeah. Sure. I'm looking into the future. Future, Brandon. You're getting a look right now. I got to tell you, gentlemen, I'm just feeling really uncomfortable today. Uh-oh. What's up? So it's, how do I put it? It's It's laundry day. Um, and, you know, some people, when they when it's laundry day, like, they they fall back on, like, the shirt they don't like or the pants that maybe aren't quite as comfortable for me. It's like the way I gauge when it's laundry day is I've run out of my regular underpants and I'm down to the underpants where the band, the elastic band has broken inside. And so they are just like they're I'm not wearing them. You know what I mean? Like they're wearing me just as much as I'm wearing. Them. <laughs> they're holding on literally by a thread. I mean, yeah, like and I, you know, I was out at the store this <laughs> evening and I made the mistake of not putting on a belt. Because I've just been around the house, you know, and I had to run out to the store. I didn't think about it. And I'm like, these pants are coming down and there is no hold on these underpants. And if, if I am not fucking careful, it is going to be Hello Dolly right there <laughs> in the checkout line. And I'm going back to jail. <laughs> and I can't go back to jail. <laughs> I didn't do well there. I cannot go back to prison. No, that's exactly how I gauge it too. I've switched over recently to MeUndies. Oh yeah. Not a sponsor because we are a, a very small new podcast, but if they're listening, I'd love for them to be a sponsor. I promise not to uh, associate you with masturbation. No. Don't put that in <laughs> the contract. I don't think you, I don't know if you can hold up that promise, but yeah, by the time I get down to my old like shitty cotton Hanes, Mm. that's when I'm in the danger zone and I know it's yeah. time to flip over. I don't have right. any of those anymore. Yeah, I have some I have some bad ones, but they're not that bad. Just like two emergency pairs that are exactly how Brandon described. You wore them way too long because for some reason men 
we just wear our underwear until it literally crumbles off of us. I don't know if that's, I don't know if it's just a men thing, is it? Literally, all men in the entire world do exactly what I just said. I thought we, I thought we agreed we were done with the Trump <laughs> impressions. That was very loose. Okay. That was very loose. I mean, I'm fine with it. Yeah, it just sounded like horny businessman. It didn't, wasn't necessarily Trump. It's just in that, yeah. in that, it in that sphere. Yeah. It's like one of those Halloween costumes you get at uh, Spirit. <laughs> horny businessman. But it's clearly Trump. <laughs> yeah. Or, or horny president. Well, that could be Clinton, too, I guess. So Tr- Trump actually didn't strike me as the horniest president we've ever had. I think he was horny pre-president. Uh, he's very unhorny. And th- yeah, and then the whole yeah. the whole president thing just kind of made him shrivel up. <laughs> he's horny for he's horny for nationalism right now. That's, That's about it. Yeah. For being a white man, he's horny for that. He doesn't care about boobs or butts. No. The country is the new boobs and butts for him. <laughs> and you know he's not he's not in bed with the country after he finishes. No, no, no. Yeah. Heck no. He is throwing he's throwing them right out. Postcoital cuddle not happening. Sorry, not today, sweetheart. Which I guess we'll now refer to as pulling a Brandon. Oh no. <laughs> you said it you know i'm you, sorry you set it up dude <laughs> just kidding just kidding so what do we you, should we go on to uh one of our segments or you want to talk about underwear some more hang on introduce this in a second i'm going to open this this thing it's a just a can of just a can of white claw uh hard seltzer black cherry oh look at you only 100 calories i don't even have beer in the house right now what hmm. i know who are you it doesn't sound like pete I have wine. I'm drinking through my beer advent calendar. So I have a single beer every day. And it's a new mystery every morning. I wake up. I run to the tree. I rip open that day's advent little tab. I pull out my beer. I get all excited. And I put it in the fridge. And I drink it after dinner. Like a little dessert. (laughs) It's the little traditions that make the holiday special. you know. So let's move on to the segments for today's podcast. And the first one I want to introduce is called... The Pitchmen. The Pitchmen. So The Pitchmen is when one of us three guys uh, brings a Craigslist ad or an eBay listing or something along those lines that maybe is a little bizarre, maybe a little off the wall, and proceeds to pitch the idea of buying it to the other two. I mean, that pretty much sums it up, right? We haven't done it yet, so I think okay. so. Okay, well, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> we'll see what it turns into. I was going to say, fun fact, this is uh, this was originally going to be the entire concept of our podcast, and then we thought, this couldn't carry a 32-one-hour <laughs> podcast by itself. So now it's just a little segment. Plus, there's that whole other motherfucking podcast <laughs> called Uh-oh. The Pitchmen. Who are my mortal enemies now? We were gonna call the podcast the Pitchman. He's getting into it. We were gonna do a whole bunch of different cool ads, and we were I thought like we wouldn't bring it up. Mix it up and be real funny and like zig and zag, and it was gonna be awesome. And then hey, we go on Spotify just out of curiosity. The Pitchman. Nobody's gonna have a show called the Pitchman, right? Why would they? Why would they? And then there is the show, the Pitchman, and it's <laughs> not funny. I just want to say, okay, first of all, we would have been way funnier. Although I don't know if they established that they were going to be funny. We would have been way funnier than The Pitchman, which is, I think, a show about selling, just like being good at selling, which is like boring as shit. Like, <laughs> do something better with your life. And anyway, so my my suggestion was that we have a, um, a segment occasionally on our program called The Bitchman, where we 
grab just a short segment of the Pitchman podcast and just rip on it because they fucking deserve it. We just bitch and moan about how we couldn't do our podcast because these guys got to it first. I would I would say if if the pitchmen are listening, we'd love to have you on the show so we could absolutely. I take it all back. No, no, no. So we could tell you to our face how much we hate you for stealing that title. Yeah, coming up with it six months before we did. Exactly. You bastards. <laughs> so if you're listening, pitchmen, we're coming for you. But in a fun way, don't construe that as a threat. Yeah, don't hurt us. We're very feeble. We're gonna fuck your shit up for laughs, <laughs> metaphorically. All right, so, fellas, I want to pitch this uh, eBay ad to you, and it's it's pretty expensive. In fact, I'm going to need you all to chip in a decent amount of money, because... We're not the chip men. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> completely derailed you for a really stupid joke. So it's expensive, you say? It is. It's $21,000. That's some baller money. Oh, my God. What is it? It is a vintage McDonald's Playland. Holy shit. A whole, the whole thing? I'll send you the link here if you want to check it out. So you get Ronald McDonald on a bench. You get one of those funky-looking <laughs> tables. Um, the, like, carousel thing. The prison. What was it? What was the? Not Mayor McCheese. The other. The police guy. What was his name? Uh oh, um, Sergeant Burger. I don't fucking know. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like Sergeant Burger. Sergeant Burger. Uh, what looks like a shitty ass payphone. <laughs> um, the Hamburglar with the Playland regulations uh, sign. Okay. And it looks like some sort of a train and a slide too. With I'm not sure. It's some sort of pirate. Not. On that. Top Not branded slide. with anything McDonald's related, so it, I feel like it's unrelated to the uh, McDonald's play place. No, I think he was part of McDonald's, that pirate. I don't remember his name. The The McDonald's Cinematic Universe, the McDonald's Cinematic Universe, or the MCU, oh, or the MCU. Fans, <laughs> is, is full of characters, and I think I've forgotten half of them, so I, I wouldn't be surprised. Right, so it's $21,000, and... Uh, the good thing for us is it's it's located in Park Ridge, Illinois, so we can go pick it up. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. Twenty one thousand is a pretty decent deal. I think one issue I have with this eBay listing is I don't see anything, any kind of requirement here, you know, requiring the buyer to prove they're not a child molester. Because I feel like this is a prime. I cannot buy this unless you prove to me. That you can live within 500 feet of children. It is. It's like, it's it's irresponsible of the seller. Um, sorry, Rob, to call you out. But really, we need to have some kind of warning on here. Good good conditions, some repainted, some original paint. Okay, that's that's good to know. But like, what are, what are, what are your thoughts vis-a-vis selling to a child molester? Because this is just like catnip for them. Uh, well, he can assist with packing for shipment. Well, that's nice of him, yeah. So he's a nice child molester. <laughs> well, he's selling it. So I think at worst, he's maybe learned the error of his ways and is trying to turn it around and turn a profit at the same time. Let's let's also point out the fact that there's like a chicken wire fence <laughs> around the whole thing with a posted no trespassing sign. Mm. If I'm not supposed to play on this, what the fuck else am I supposed to do with it? <laughs> well, he doesn't want anyone messing it up. You know, it's in pristine condition. He's repainted some of the stuff, yeah. so... It, but it's currently, it looks like it's just sitting in his backyard right now. Where did it come from? Like, how did he get it? So this is the equivalent to him 
as if you had like a dad or a grandpa who like had this sweet ass train set and it's set up in the basement but you're not supposed to touch it or like get too close to it because they like love it so much more than their own children. Yeah. That's his version of this. He definitely stole this though, right? They weren't giving this away when they, when they did away with the, uh, the vintage playlands, were they? He must've got it at an auction, a police auction. I bet you someone was murdered in the playland or another child molester uh, got arrested and they took this from <laughs> <laughs> it just passes from one child molester to another sisterhood oh. of the traveling pants style if nothing else we'd be doing a public service by taking this one out of circulation getting it away from these these fuckers where could we put it that would it, it would do good i mean i guess just in a vault somewhere where no one can get at it i mean in my backyard because i want to play on it i don't know why don't you think people would accuse you of you know being a child molester Hey, you know what? Let them talk. I'm the only one allowed on this fucking thing, so. <laughs> only you and the Lord will know the truth. <laughs> the Lord is Ronald McDonald. Oh, yeah. He's my Lord and Savior. <laughs> I just love him. Oh, my God. This fucking Hamburglar. He's, he's like literally in flashing mode. He's got his cape out. Looks like he's about to whip it out. Uh, yeah. Oh, and his face. Oh, it's so gross. I know this is a podcast, so it's not helpful that you can't see this. But. He's he's reaching into his trench coat and pulling out a very large hamburger. <laughs> That's very big. I'm not sure what crime he's committing. You know what I mean? Or maybe he's putting it. Yeah, maybe he's putting it in his coat pocket, but he's doing it in a really bizarre way. It's all very open. Very opened up. Maybe it's one of those things where like there's a guy who's selling black market watches and he opens his coat. But the hamburger just has hamburgers in it. Oh, and he's selling, reselling the hamburgers that he's that he's right. He's burgled, but now he's just yeah, yeah, at a huge markup. I like how he does have the Playland regulations signed though. That's great. This Playland was built for the enjoyment of McDonald's customers only. Okay, so already it's illegal (laughs) to have it. (laughs) Do you think this is his only one, or do you think he sold like three of these already? (laughs) He's a collector. I actually found this a while ago. I don't remember how. It was me and me and my sister in law were trying to remember the like McDonald's, uh, the McDonald's, uh, the MCU characters. The MCU, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I googled something about it, like Play Place, and that's that was one of the first results. I was like, oh my lord, somebody's selling this thing. Oh, and the the pirate's name is Captain Crook. Okay, how many villains does the McDonald's cinematic universe need? A lot. There's got to be like a Thanos type, right? And that's Grimace. Oh, the fucking Grimace. Yeah. He he did start out evil. I guess, yeah, I guess that makes sense with a name like the Grimace, right? I know. It sounds really bad. And I mean, look at him. He looks like a big nutsack or something. Child eating nutsack. So then you've got the ha- then you've got the hamburger. He's like, uh, I don't know. Who's the bad guy in Iron Man 2? That's like the hamburger. Oh, he's no, he's from the, he's the first one, the Jeff Bridges guy. Oh, Obadiah Stane. Yeah. You, there you, go. you were able to pull that one out. Not Mickey Rourke's character. <laughs> well, does anyone remember what his name was? Uh, Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Electric uh, Mickey Rourke. Oh, he was the whip, uh, whiplash. And what else are you going to name a character who's got a whip? Electric Mickey yeah. Rourke. I think I was pretty clear. So that's my, yeah, that's my pitch. That's cool. You guys want to go in on this? All right, yeah, I'll buy this. I'll buy this, dude. Seven grand a piece. That's not bad. I'll do it. I, I'm going to have to go take a loan out, but um, I think it's worth, I think this is an investment actually from what you're saying. Like this is a steal and I think we're going to be able to uh, sell this someday and, um, and retire. That's a buy. All right. I'm going to put it in the cart. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. Did I misunderstand the point of this segment? I want a little stinger here that's like, that's a buy. That's a buy. And then we'll do we'll do like a no for products we don't want to buy. <laughs> no, 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 I don't no. like this. <laughs> no. Bad one. No. Bad one. <laughs> Come up with that real quick. <laughs> oh, you guys saw that today. Uh Warner Brothers announced they're going to release their whole 2021 lineup on HBO Max and in theaters, I guess. Yes. And now everyone's all a, all a titter about, uh, they're like, this is it. This is the end of movie theaters forever. Which I say, I'm sorry. I know a lot of people like going to the movies, but I say good riddance. I will not miss the movie theater. I'm going to agree with you, Brandon. Only, I mean, I would feel bad for, you know, everyone who would lose their job, obviously. But... The more I go to movie theaters, maybe it's just because I'm old now. I'm an old person. Like the more I go, the more annoyed I get with like everything. The price, the pe- it's mainly the people. The people, and not to be grim, but the people that are going to lose their job, I feel like they probably already lost their jobs because this whole thing has been in the shitstorm. You know what I'm saying? Man, way to be grim. I'm sorry to bring it down. <laughs> I'm just saying this isn't a new loss. We've already. You're such a grimace, dude. You're, what a grimace. <laughs> what a grimace move. My point is we've already lost the theater, okay? People are lamenting the, this that somehow this is the loss of the theater. No, it's gone. It's been gone for a while. I don't know if you went and saw a motherfucking tenant in the theater, but I didn't because I don't want to die. <laughs> There's so many more ways for me to die in a movie theater than there is for me to die on my couch in my living room. I think that uh, the old school great movie theater experience is definitely been on the outs for such a long time. So I'm, I'm with you there, but I... I, a, I don't think it's the end. I think it'll change. And maybe we'll go back to more small boutique stuff, which I actually would be, I think that'd be great. And then people will have stuff to stream and they'll stay home and, and that's what they'll choose that way. But then you'll get still the ding dong nerds like me who still want to go see a movie in the theater who will still go. I like going to a theater. It's just like, I feel like every time I go, there's some annoying thing. There's like- at least one person that'll ruin it. It's usually a phone-related thing, or... Rick, you were there when we saw Black Panther, and somebody was taking pictures of the screen with their... I know! The flash was on, on their phone, and they were taking freaking pictures of the movie screen. Like, talking loudly is something I feel like you always had to deal with, but that I had never seen. I was gonna say, I saw, I think it was like Spider-Man Far From Home, and I saw it really late on a Sunday, because I'm like, I know no one will be there. And it was the reserve seating... So I had reserved a seat and there was maybe like three or four people in the theater or three or four seats taken. So I go to the theater, I'm I'm sitting in my seat, you know, no one's around me. It's great. Then like during the beginning of the movie, a couple comes and literally sits down like two seats next to me. Like those are the seats they reserve (laughs) two seats away from me and just started like hardcore making out. Like I could hear them. And I was like, two shows for the price of one. Okay. Yeah, it was. First of all, this is hot as hell. Yeah, right. I am very horny. It sounds like this this was a, a kink. You were you were part of someone's kink. I, I got up, I moved. Oh, come on, man. They didn't get to finish the movie. <laughs> they they paid probably $27 to to go in there and have a good time and you kind of fucking blew it for them, brother. Just cause you wanted to see part of the McDonald's cinematic universe. <laughs> <laughs> Hamburglar far from home, dude. <laughs> 
for me, the, the the problem isn't the people that are talking. Like, I would almost rather have somebody just like talking and not paying attention to the movie the whole time. Oh, sure. That... The the worst for me is the is the the fucking idiot <laughs> who doesn't understand what's happening. Uh, I think it was we went to see um, it chapter one. I don't know how many years ago yep. that was now, like 15 years ago. I don't know what time is anymore. But yeah, this 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 idiot, this stupid. We were in the front row. That was another thing. OK, neck cramp city, right? We're in the front row with these this guy and his girlfriend. I assume that they're broken up now because there's no way she was as dumb as this guy was. And you don't you don't put up with that forever. You know what I'm saying? Till death do us part. We should have told her to leave him right afterwards. I you know, I didn't. And I, that's a regret that I have to live with. But the whole fucking movie, it's like, wait, OK, wait a minute. So like he uh, why? So that guy's a kid. But what's the clown? I don't there's a werewolf and i'm like I, I no one i was i was the only person next to him nobody else could hear him it's just me and his girlfriend and they start doing an abbott and costello who's it that's it <laughs> what are you talking about who's it wait what's it what is it <laughs> so i got up and fortunately you know the assigned seating of, of modern movie theaters is something i generally like I went and sat and I felt kind of bad, but I went and sat in one of the handicapped seats because that whole row was empty. Yeah. And then I had the best movie, the movie, best movie theater experience of my life. There was no one near me. I couldn't hear anybody. I had a good view of the screen. I had my poppy corns. Your father's corn. Yeah, don't. It's called father's corn. Let's call it by its formal name. It's the father's corn. Big old bucket of father's corn. (laughs) So what you're saying, what I took away from that story is I should break my legs before I go see any movie so that I can sit in the handicapped seating area. Yeah, I wouldn't want you to I wouldn't want you to lie and sit in the the handicapped seating area. No, I need area. to break my you legs. You would need to break your legs. For sure, yeah. I I always say that if there were more places like Alamo Draft House that are very strict on cell phone a cell phone policy and having people not talk that I would pay extra money to go to a uh to a movie where everyone's in it with the same understanding. They're there to see the movie and nothing else. And it's the same thing with like the the boutique movie theaters that are are showing like cult films. Like you go to Rocky Horror Picture Show or whatever the room say. Everybody that's going there to see that movie is in it for the same reason you are. They're not there because they think that their girlfriend's going to give them a hand job later. You know, if they go to the fucking movie theater with them. Um, I mean, maybe they will. I don't know. It's their business, but you know what I'm saying is if like, they're sitting next to Pete, they definitely will. <laughs> <laughs> we got another segment in our show tonight. That's true. We did. It's called Modern Day Poets. Modern Day Poets. So on Modern Day Poets, we take a a song. And we break down the lyrics and kind of go over, uh, go over each line and analyze what what exactly the songwriter or the lyricist was thinking when they when they wrote this song. Now I call it modern day poets, but the song I have for you was actually written in 1976, so it's not exactly modern. And I'm not here to judge music, and I don't think you guys are either. Everyone has their own music taste, and that fine. That's uh, that fine. And that. Fine. That's fine. Listen, good music want to. Everyone have their own music taste. That's fine. <laughs> good music listen want to. Fine that. I was going to cut that out, but now I'm I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it. Can let it go. We're not, right. What you're saying is we're not here to 
critique music. Right. I'm not going to go into it being like, oh, this is a rap song. I don't understand this, you know, lyric, so it's dumb. Like, no, I'm not I'm not going to judge that. But I will judge the intent of this song, which is Jailbreak by the band Thin Lizzy. You know, Thin Lizzy's not a not a completely famous band. It's not Pink Floyd, but you know, they're they're pretty famous and uh I just want to go through line by line uh this song Jailbreak. So you hear this you hear the you hear the title jailbreak. You you assume, okay, this is about people breaking out of jail. I get that. I think there's gonna be a jailbreak. That's true, and that's the first line. Tonight there's and hopefully gonna be tonight. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So Rick's already on board. Yeah, I'm on board. Tonight there's gonna be a jailbreak somewhere in this town. Okay. I would assume the, I would assume at the jail. Wait, 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 wait. Probably at the jail, right? Exactly. But we don't somewhere. Where would it be? Maybe just somewhere. somewhere. Probably the jail. Okay. Maybe the Chick-fil-A. Let's put it, let's put a pin in it. We know it's gonna be So it's somewhere in the town. Probably the jail. See, me and the boys, we don't like it. So we're getting up and going down. Okay, back up. They don't like that there is going to be a jailbreak. So the, okay, I think I do get this. Okay. Him and the boys, his boys, like you guys are my boys. So let's say let's put ourselves in the in the role here. We don't like we heard we heard about this jailbreak happening. We know it's mm-hmm. somewhere in town. We're not right. we don't know all the information yet. But we heard the rumor. We don't like that. People, if you're in jail, you're supposed to be there unless you're one of the millions and millions of people wrongfully incarcerated for being the wrong race. So So first off, these the boys are Republicans. I think absolutely. Just, Listen to the so way we can, yeah. We can assume these are proud these boys. Are, these these are boys proud are proud boys for sure. Uh-huh. So we're getting up, we're getting right. off the couch, getting yep. out of our lazy boy, all right? And we're going down. We're going down to the site of where the jailbreak's going to happen, which is again TBD. We're standing back and standing by. <laughs> Sorry, I did it again. That's all right. That's I'm with right. you. I'm with you, Brandon. They're, I see. Now I took it from the perspective of they don't like being in jail, and they're going to initiate the jailbreak. But I like where you're going. Where they're like, there will not be a jailbreak. You will stay incarcerated over my dead body. There'll be a jailbreak. Let's see what happens though in the rest of the song. <laughs> let's I'm see what happens. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Let's All let's right. keep going. So the yeah. next the next couple lines here. Hiding low, looking right to left. If you see us coming, I think it's best to move away. And do you hear what I say from under okay. my breath? What? This is a little. <laughs> so he's speaking very mm-hmm. quietly. You're right. They're sneaking around. And, and uh, if, if you see us coming, move away. This is a little bit of mood setting. What's happening right here. What the lyricist is doing for us is kind of painting a picture. Okay. You've got got a, a group of proud boys. All right. They're crouched. They're crouched down in the shadows. Okay. Either waiting, which is hard because they're big boys, proud boys, and it's hard to crouch. <laughs> Either waiting to break out of jail or waiting to stop someone from breaking out of jail. We're not quite there yet, um, but uh, I guess I'm a little bit confused. If you see us coming, I think it's best to move away. Do you hear what I say from under my breath? From under my breath, I- I'm gonna whisper it. And did you hear it? Did you hear did me? Did you hear that? Hey guys, guys, I need you to, I need you to move away. Did you hear me? I was whispering to you just now. Did you hear what I said? Move away. This is a pretty, you know, it's a rock song, so I don't know why anyone would be <laughs> right. whispering in it. All right, so we don't, right. we still don't know if if they're breaking out of jail or if they're if they're against the jailbreak. And now here's the chorus. Tonight there's going to be a jailbreak somewhere in the town. Okay. Okay. I, I they need to release the tension on this. I need to know where this fucking jailbreak is happening. 
Especially if, if they're going to stop it, they better figure it out really quick. <laughs> right. Tonight there's going to be a jailbreak, so don't you be around. They're very much pushing everyone else to the side here. They're, they're saying, move away, don't, don't be around. So it still could be either way. Right, we don't know. <laughs> All right, second, second verse. Tonight there's going to be trouble. Some of us won't survive. Whoa, okay. Now we're threatening lives. Me and the boys mean business busting out dead or alive okay all right so i think that answers one of the questions we've had for a while we just wrapped up that little cookie yeah they're not they're not trying to stop someone from breaking out of jail they are breaking out of jail no these prop boys are ready to bust which is again i I guess even more curious that they don't know where the jailbreak is happening yeah what the fuck it's (laughs) it's happening where you are in the location of you boys you're present i'm gonna record a podcast tonight somewhere in this town I don't know where. You best watch out when I come around. Did you hear me? <laughs> Under my breath. <laughs> I'll tell you where I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it in this in this room in my house. Yeah. I'm here. I know where it's going to happen. Tonight, I'm going to eat McDonald's somewhere in this town. <laughs> God, I, I hope there's a McDonald's. It's probably going to be at McDonald's. Uh, probably. All right. So now we've established. They're the, these are the jail boys. They're not the, not the proud boys. They're busting out dead or alive, which I, I, I hate to break it to them. If you're dead. You have not succeeded in busting out. Go on. So, I, okay. We're, I can hear the hound dogs on my trail. So, we're out. Yeah, we're, we're, we're in the middle of it now. We, we went from, there's, there's going to be a jailbreak maybe somewhere <laughs> tonight. Right. And, and now we're out. We're, we have jailbroken immediately in the next line. So, okay, you can hear the hound dogs on your trail. All hell breaks loose. Alarm and sirens wail. So... Someone they weren't discreet about it. They just went out the front door. Yeah, this this wasn't uh, this wasn't an Ocean Eleven's type like. Uh, it was no Shawshank. No, we weren't getting a Shawshank set up here. They just fucking broke out. I love this line. Like the game, if you lose, go to jail. All right, little Loki Monopoly reference. Yeah, but I'm sorry, you don't. You're not losing Monopoly if you go to jail. That's like just part of the game. Misunderstanding the rules of Monopoly. Right? I don't. They need to do some more research on that. Well, one. it's they've got a lot going on. Presumably, they're doing drugs, <laughs> right? They got to sit down on the toilet and write write some lyrics. Okay, only so much time in a day. They also don't know a lot. They don't know where the jailbreak was going to happen, and they don't know the name of the game Monopoly. <laughs> it's like the game: if you lose, you go to jail. You know that game. Um, uh, is it sorry? That's the, yeah. life. What's funny is they're not saying you lose the game when you go to jail. Like that's not the end. It's if you lose Monopoly, then you go to jail. Like that's the you end. are put in prison. When I would lose Monopoly as a kid, my dad would take me to the local prison and I would sleep there for the night. So okay, maybe um, I'm misunderstanding Finn, this. Then. So Finn Lizzie had it exactly correct. At least from my experience. Well, you had to learn. Yeah. You had to learn. I grew to be a strong uh, uh, human being who lends yeah. himself to society. So then we have another chorus, right? Right. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. There's going to be trouble. Except the end of this chorus says, tonight there's going to be trouble. So woman, stay with a friend. Tonight, there, I have right here on Google, tonight there's going to trouble. I'm assuming that that's just a typo. Or he's talking about the game trouble. <laughs> he just played Monopoly and now they're going to play yeah. trouble. 
Oh, okay. That's that sounds more his speed. I like that. Yeah. Tonight we're gonna trouble. That's what he calls playing trouble. <laughs> Tonight we're gonna trouble. I'm gonna find myself in. Tonight there's gonna be a jailbreak. So woman, stay with a friend. What the fuck is he? He's threatening some woman now, some lady. Well, we don't know why he's in jail. We don't know why he's in jail. Are we to assume this is his ex lover? And it could be and... related. I guess it's good of her, him to give her a heads up. It's very nice of him. It's very nice of him actually to. To give her a little word of warning. Stay with a friend and also tell me who the friend is. And is it Melissa or was it Sarah? It's, it's probably Sarah, right? Yeah, you're not. <laughs> She's closer to the house, right? You'd probably just stay with her. You know it's safer. You know it's safer. And then and then they shout breakout, right? Yeah, right. Break but out. they already okay. did break out. But it's okay. Redundant. Right. Well, and now they're saying the next line is tonight there's going to be a breakout into the city zones. Like in Sonic. Starlight Zone or whatever, yeah. These guys love games. Then Lizzie loves games. Tonight we're gonna play Jenga. <laughs> uh, don't you dare try to stop us. No one could for long. So I see they've given up, just try- given up entirely trying to rhyme here. And we're saying breakout instead of jailbreak now. Okay, <sighs> that's fine. Next comes my favorite part of this whole song. Searchlight on my trail. Okay. Tonight's the night all systems fail. All right, I guess they... All the sirens were on. But I think he means like the greater system has failed. Oh, I see. In their responsibility to incarcerate these criminals, right? <laughs> to keep us within jail. Yeah, yeah that's probably what he meant. <laughs> the system has failed us. Hey, <laughs> hey, you good looking female. Come here. What the fuck? <laughs> has he been talking to uh, some woman this entire time? Who's been sitting there in the jail with him? Or a close by? Maybe a a guard? Is she the one that he was whispering at at the beginning? Maybe. See, he he loaded all the rhymes right in here, and then he just and then he just let it go. Searchlight on my trail, tonight's the night all systems fail. Hey, you good looking female. First of all, okay, one one other thing. The uh the use of female is a noun, a little a little gauche, a little It's uh, bizarre. I've never heard I've never heard anyone say that. Let's not do that. Okay, it was the 70s, but it doesn't make it, no, you know. it's not cool. Be better, okay? And then and then ending that three three in a row, pretty good for these guys. Pretty good rhyme. Pretty, pretty good. And then he's like, meter, rhyme, nothing matters. Come here. <laughs> when you when you want a, when you want someone to come to you, what else do you say? There's no rhyming. You've just got to say it. Come here. Yeah, I guess. I mean, what else is there to say, Brandon? <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I just, I, I, it's, it's very awkward in the song too when you listen to it. He's more successful than me as a musician. It makes me a little bit sad. Well, it's a, I mean, like I said, it's a good song. I have nothing against the song, but that, that rhyming scheme, yeah, it just, it's just like he gave up. Hey, uh, uh I guess female. Um, what do I want them to do? Come, I, I don't know. come here. Come here. Come it's here. like giving up. <laughs> that seems to happen, like, uh. You know the song Hey Ya? Oh, yeah. I think the first verse of the song Hey Ya is like a really good exploration of like how relationships are difficult and how we are sometimes held to like really high standards that are are established for us by like our parents and our grandparents and their long marriages, happy lives, and we don't measure up and it's really hard. And then the second verse, it's like he notices his buddies over there. He's like, hey, guys, let's hang out. 
what's cool? And they're like, ice is cool, I guess. And he's like, ice is cool. He's like, hey, ladies. Uh, y- yes. You want to, I forget. What does he say to the ladies? Something about breaking this bad thing down. We should actually do a, we should do a segment on this song. We'll do, well, you'll save it for next time. Okay, anyway, but you see my point. Like, he gave up, right? He had this great thing going where he's like, having this kind of really kind of heavy topic, but he's doing it in a fun, punchy way. And then he's like, eh. We'll dissect that soon. I feel like that would be another good one be to do. be a great do. one, for sure. Right. So then we end with a double chorus, right? Right. Tonight there's going to be a jailbreak uh, somewhere in the town, so we still don't really know still where it don't is. Know. Don't you be around. Uh, he's going to find himself in trouble. And then he, again, says, the so woman, stay with the friend. Is he talking to two different women? The one good-looking one, he says, come here. Mm. And the other one says, no, stay with the friend. Or is it the same person, and he's just giving him... One he seems to have marginally more respect for. Mixed signals. He's playing hard to get, is what he's doing. Yeah, so that's... Thank you guys for breaking that down with... You You helped me understand it a little bit more. That basically, it's just confusion. I feel, like, more confused than, I, than when I started. But <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with actually breaking into lyrics like that. Like, this song, I would just listen to, and I'm like, all right, yeah, this is good. And I'm jamming to it. But once I break into what it actually is saying, I'm like, what the fuck? It's like, now I've thought about it. I've cracked open that Pandora's box. I can't close it again. <laughs> I'll never hear that that good-looking female Kamir line. I, I heard it years ago, and I was like, wait a minute. What did he just say? <laughs> he just gave up. I don't know. Come here, I guess. Just come, <laughs> come here. Yeah, come here. <laughs> All right. That's another segment down. I don't know if it was good. This show is segmented. We set the bar so high with that chipmunks thing. Oh, shit, yeah. Now we're just chipwrecked. <laughs> was that the, the title of a chipmunks movie? Oh, yeah, dude. We had the squeak wall. That was number two. Then you had uh, chipwrecked, and then you had road chip. What was the... Hor- there was a horny one, a cartoon one. Did we talk about this? What? Are you... Well, I'm sorry. There was a what? cartoon one that was really horny. You and your sex talk. It's too much. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. It's getting to be too much. Wait, so there was a cartoon about the chipmunks that was horny? Yeah. Was it Chiphunks? <laughs> the Chipmunk Adventure. There was a song the Chipettes did called Getting Lucky. Whoa, what? The- like watching that segment, you can't make it mean anything other than what it sounds like it means. Was this in one of the movies? This was in the 1988. No. November 18th, 1988. The Chipmunk Adventure. No way. The Chipettes get kidnapped because, of course, they do. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're all in like um, almost like outfits, like uh, almost like Jasmine from uh, Aladdin. There's like snakes and stuff. What the hell? I have never heard of this. Yeah. And then they have to like seduce their way out. Oh, we should get into these lyrics next time. Honey, you're a sweet thing and you look so fine. All I ever wanted is to make you mine. Give me a clue. Tell me what I need to do to get lucky with you. Whoa. The Chipette sang this? I think there's another character singing to them. Oh, boy. that is, You're right, Brandon. That's, uh, I think, that's I think I had a five-year-old boner when I saw that. Yeah, you did. A bunch of young boys had a coming of age here, I'm sure. I had a weird awakening. Yeah. The Chipettes. Man, no wonder there's furries now. Oh, God. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, I think eighties and eighties and nineties cartoons really, really screwed us all up. Anyway, that's our show. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We promised to talk more about um, fornication and um, rodents, and there you got it. We'll end every episode with it. Is that it? Are we good? <laughs> Nailed it. All right, <laughs> Rick. Can you tell? Can you tell our audience before we do the social uh, what your what the original email address was for us? Uh, so the email right now, if you want to get in touch with us, is uh, the number four. No, it's spelled out. I'm wrong. It's spelled out in all uh, uh, with n- letters. 
I don't know what I was trying to say there. It's spelled out with letters. Rick, you are nailing this. Keep going, buddy. I am I am spiraling. Uh, so our email, if you want to get in touch with us, is four guys on a train, all one word, at gmail.com. Um, but when I signed it up, uh, Brandon was trying to access it and he was like, Rick, I don't want to, um, I don't want to be insulting, uh, here or make you feel bad, but how did you spell it? Uh, four guys on a train at gmail.com. And I said, the way you would spell it, F-O-U-R, so on and so forth. I can spell. I'm just trying to wrap this up. Um, and I looked at it and I had omitted the A. (laughs) So it was just four guys on train. At gmail.com. Four guys on train. See, I'm not the only one. Who Four guys on up. train do podcast good. It's fun. You listen. All that to say, if you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at fourguysonatrain at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter now. Yes. We have a handle. It's actually the number four guys on a train. Uh, so at the number four guys on a train. Um, and I'm sure we'll have more stuff in the future, but that's where you can follow us for now. Thanks for, thanks for listening. We love you. We love you. Love you. Night. Four Guys on a Train is produced by Rick Schuler, Brandon Johnson, and Peter Cosmo. Edited by Peter Cosmo. Theme song and all additional music written by Brandon Johnson. The Four Guys on a Train theme song contains an audio sample of metrotrain.wav from Everything Sounds, being used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. <laughs>